Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Classic Gaming Brothers Premium Edition Lounge Edition. And I'm Seth. And I'm Zach. And I'm Barry. And we are the Classic Gaming Brothers, sponsored by Premium Edition Lounge Edition. The Premium Edition Edition. Featuring Dante from Devil May Cry. And Knuckles. Knuckles. <laughs> uh welcome back barry thanks so much for having me back we were actually uh just talking before we turned the mics on that this will be barry's sixth show that he's been joining us on uh you can find him spread throughout the catalog not necessarily at a premium edition lounge episode but he's been a regular guest he's been on as an indie dev lounge and now he's got his own series because he just keeps showing up and by that we mean he can't leave so we're always very grateful and happy to have you on the show barry i'm sure that we will uh get into to it in regards to what premiums working on now but um how have you uh how have you been um we know that uh you have recently brought another i'm gonna not i'm just gonna say it's another barrier into the world but <laughs> you're 100 percent right oh that sweet nice junior. excellent <laughs> excellent i'm so glad congratulations on your the birth of your child Thank you very much. Yes. Exciting new journey. Uh, a lot of fun and a lot of new adventures. Less game time. <laughs> so, uh, Barry, with all your newfound time, uh, what have you been recently <laughs> been playing? Recently been playing Super Mario Wonder, which I just completed, and uh, nice. doing Spider-Man 2 right now. And uh, before that, I was doing a little new Pokemon Snap. I, I never did that last oh, year. Oh, yeah. That game's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. I also forget that it exists until you mentioned it. So now I'm like, oh, I should go back and play that some more because it is a lot of fun. And I always just forget about it. I did do some Detective Pikachu Returns. Oh, nice. I quit that game and I may go back with my son down the road, but I got halfway through and I just, I couldn't take it anymore. (laughs) And it wasn't because of the graphics. It was just, it was too easy. When you play a lot of detective games, it's one of those cases where I like it when you're like, oh, it's got to be person A. And by the time it's revealed who it was, it's like person Z. Like you're just, you've gone through so many suspects and none of them are right and you keep changing. And with Pokemon Detective Pikachu Returns, it is person A. You figure it out within the first like five minutes of an hour and a half long chapter. And you're like, oh my God, it's there. That's it. That's the solution. What, why am I going over here? The answer is right there. And then it's like, oh, we still don't know. Yes, we do. But I was like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. Yeah, maybe I was wrong. And nope, nope, it is exactly who you suspect right away. I'm like, oh my God. I love detective games. I'm a big fan of detective games, but I'm also a big fan of detective books. I have the problem of reading Agatha Christie Hercule Poirot novels and then buying the Hercule Poirot games set around the same novel. So then I'm like, I'm going to play this game. And if it follows the story of the book, I will know how it ends. Like the Orient Express generally ends the same way. (laughs) So sometimes it's just the journey. (laughs) I mean, it's not bad gameplay. It's slow. It's got a little detective notebook and you can piece things together. There's no penalty if you're wrong. And I like that. I like that aspect. But also you have to click on everything that you need. And if if you miss clicking on one clue, you can't progress. And it was like... Oh, really? Like, I know the answer. I know I know what I have, but, but I don't have the choice. I had to run around everywhere, click, oh, here's one little tiny area that in this room that I didn't see there was an exclamation mark to click on. And now, oh, yeah, there we go. I wasted 10 minutes doing this when I knew the answer already. It has charm. It's got character. The graphics are definitely a 3DS graphics. Like, this game was made for the 3DS and then ported to the Switch because the 3DS died. So the graphics are nothing to write home about. But I wanted to get at least get through it because they're the 
overall story is interesting, but the individual cases are so easy and mundane, and they, I was so bored. I was like, oh my god, can it be the 20th already, and I can play Mario, like... <laughs> <laughs> but Mario much 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 more enjoyable. Oh yeah, Mario is amazing. Yeah. My only complaint is it was too short. Did it feel weird to be playing like the first Mario game without Charles Martinet as the voice? I played mainly as Luigi and I didn't really notice. Like it's so close. Yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't it wasn't a big deal. And in fact, one of the things you can do uh is you can change all the voices to like acapella almost versions of the voices. Oh, okay. And it sounds yeah. so bizarre, but it sounds it's really cool in a sense so that's a fun way to just mess around nice well for those of our listeners who have never listened to a premium edition lounge who are not familiar with your your what you do and um which i i hope i hope our listeners have heard you before right but there could be people that are just starting to listen yeah i know no i know to be fair i'm just glad that barry's here because we've had a run of some really interesting episodes just a couple of a few episodes ago we were talking about saint brides which was an irish cult also possibly a sex cult and then uh, they made video games that they made video games just why they were relevant and then for our 200th episode we only talked about president video games in the 80s and 90s hope you were talking about socks the cat by the way man seth we should have talked about socks the cat though you play as bill clinton's cat for yeah, the super so, nintendo oh, man. yeah that's why it was in the 90s we need to consult freaking we'll Barry. have to re-record this episode we're gonna go back <laughs> we gotta go back maybe we'll just do an episode only on socks the cat <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring Barry on just for the socks and cat. I've never even played it. I just knew it existed. Well, if you were excited about getting good content after Barry was on, <laughs> spoiler alert, it's going to be garbage for a while. Well, well, Barry, do you mind uh, going into uh, uh, detail about uh, what it is you do over at Premium Edition Games and who Premium Edition Games are? So Premium Edition Games, we take uh, digital-only titles and we release them physically for the Switch and the PlayStation 4 and 5. What I do is a myriad of different things. I'm head of customer relations. I'm head of developer outreach. I work hand hand with the developers to make sure that they are kept happy and i do other things like writing our directs our announcement directs that we're going to talk about and uh game testing and, and a bunch of other bunch of other smaller stuff uh we're we're a small passionate team and we all wear many hats and the company wouldn't exist without every single person doing an amazing job really if you like physical media and you want to help you know developers get their word out and and get their game seen and give them a you know a shot we only release about six to eight games a year so all the games we pick are handpicked by us uh, so that to meet our quality standards and they're all games that we absolutely love and we think you all love them too uh and yeah you guys just did your fall direct um so that was pretty exciting it was cool to see what you had to offer before we jump into the new games i do know that there were some previously announced games that were entering production or close to entering production so i know you, you mentioned in the direct that wife quest and super dungeon maker have entered production and that phenotopia and music racer ultimate are in production for the ps4 and ps5 so wife quest has entered production super dungeon maker has not yet we're waiting on it because the game we try and do our best to release the entire game on cart and uh we know with super dungeon maker that would probably be impossible because it's ever growing and we wanted to wait because we we're talking with the developer and the developer's like oh we have some big updates coming here um i think the next big update is november i think it adds a new character it adds new tile sets um so we said all right you know what we really want that on the cart so you know 
know, we're just asking everybody who did pre-order to be a little more patient because we want to make sure that the version you get is going to be as complete as possible. You know, they're, they're probably going to be making this game and updating little things, you know, for years to come. So, you know, in that regards, there's going to be some patches, but we want it in a more, more feature filled version on the cart to make sure that you're getting the best version. And, and if the servers, you know, when the servers go down, that you have a, a really complete game uh, with, with enough content on there that you're going to be really happy with if you had nothing else other than the content yeah. on the cart. You also, you guys also mentioned that Life Spark is working on a fix for the PS4 version of Rack and Ruin. Is that? They did. They fixed it. Um, so oh, nice. they were like, oh, you know, we, we were kind of moved on because a lot of developers, you know, they work in a game, they finish a game, and then they move on to the next game. They don't just stay with one game. So we told them with PlayStation, our challenge patches are you have to get the Platinum Trophy. And there was a bug in the PlayStation 4 version that did not affect the Switch version that we also did that prevented you from getting one of the trophies. And if you can't get that trophy, you can't get the Platinum. And it was brought to our attention by a fan who loves the game. And they said, hey, is this, is the physical going to contain a patch for this? And we had no idea this existed, that that, that this bug existed um, when we signed the game. It was never brought to our attention. So we're like, oh, well, let's talk to LifeSpark. And LifeSpark were really kind enough to go back and fix the bug. Uh, this applies to the digital version as well. So that you know, if you have the game digitally, the bug is fixed. You can get that trophy. But now that it's fixed, we'll be putting it up later this fall for pre-order. And we we wanted to wait. We didn't want to take money and then them say, well, we're not going to fix the patch or, or fix the bug. And then we're going to go, okay. Well, now we have. Uh, we either release it in with this bug or we don't release it at all and we give people back money. And then people are upset and we're like, we're we're just not even going to take money on it yet until this is addressed and done. But we wanted to take the high road about it and thankfully they were kind enough to go back and fix it so again thank you to life spark entertainment and now that it's done we'll put it up for pre-order and uh you know we'll, we'll, we're going to be putting it into production shortly after that and we'll just jump right into series seven the first game you guys announced was uh anuchard which i, I thought looks amazing um and the pre-order is currently up for anuchard and uh yeah do you want to talk a bit about anuchard and what our listeners can expect if they want to jump into that yeah so anuchard is something we teased last direct and this comes from stellar Knoll and freedom games and anuchard is a zelda-esque action adventure with graphics similar to the moon rpg with the humor of the Mother series. So you are in this world, this, the world called Anarchard. It's like a post-apocalyptic world, and there's this dungeon, and you're advised to stay away from the dungeon. People who go into the dungeon lose their souls, and their bodies come back to us turned to stone. And you're like, wow, that's what... This got dark really quickly. And you go into the dungeon and you're able to rescue the souls. The souls have been trapped there for different reasons. And when you rescue them, their bodies come back to life and, and they become, you know, NPCs now that give you quests and, and stuff. And each dungeon has different collectibles. And you can choose to go back to any previous dungeon. Uh, use those collectibles in a skill tree to either, you know, enhance the world you're in or enhance your abilities. There's a lot of great puzzles. Oh, the combat's great. The, the bosses are are really fantastical and just when you think oh cool i'm done with the game like i've, I've rescued everybody and and there's no one else this is going to be clearly the last thing like oh no there's more to the world and new areas start opening up on uh, the story just expands from there and it's it's one of those that just hooks you because it's just so much fun the music is great uh and if, again if you just love zelda style games uh this is you know often put at the top of list of like zelda style 
games. Definitely like um, older Zelda style games too. And the character has like um, like a bell or something that they use as a weapon. Bell is the weapon. You're the bell wielder. So the bell can do multiple things, including um, you know charge up, attack, and sometimes you have to use that for puzzles and you know bounce balls around to hit different switches. And uh, you you get other like special abilities besides that. You can get food. You can get different ingredients. Uh, to make different uh, food and the food lasts for a dungeon so it's like a permanent upgrade for for that that dungeon run you can you can enhance what you need to enhance and you can have a lot of fun with it and it has a very accessibility like if you're like oh you know this is too hard you can actually turn it so you've taken zero damage like you can go through and take zero damage you don't have to worry about healing you could just you know focus on the puzzles and focus on the, the fun or you could take double damage if you want to enhance you know the combat and enhance the, the challenge so it, it really lets you play the way you want to play my first note when watching the stuff for Enuchard was that it was a cute top-down Zelda-esque style game. And I wrote that before the direct people said that it was a Zelda-style game. So <laughs> I was very happy that I was aligned with the the same <laughs> views of, well, descriptors of the game. But yeah, definitely. And Legend of Mana was also, I think, a big... Uh, a big inspiration to the game as well so it felt like a cool game to check out it's one i couldn't put down when i played like to test it i was i played it at first i played on steam and i i stopped after the first dungeon and i was already sold and i was like i, I want to play this on switch and you know we got the switch the ability to play it on switch because we had to make sure it runs because it could run good on steam but not on switch it runs beautifully on switch and I, I played through the whole thing i'm like i can't stop this game is just too good you can go to the premium edition website right now and uh yep put your pre-order in for that so check out uh anuchard and that comes in the standard and retro yeah so all of our releases on the switch have standards and retros it's just something we've decided to do across the board so uh yeah that one has i forget what's in the, the soundtrack is in that one and the art booklet and the art in this game is beautiful like the art the art is just absolutely gorgeous it, it it just flows. It's such a such a cool design. Another game I believe that is up for pre-order right now is also Lonesome Village, right? Which um, the pre-order launched on October sixteenth. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, I loved the d- look of Lonesome Village. I actually I think I saw it listed on Steam a while back. Um, but do you want to tell us a bit about? that from uh, your perspective as the as the publisher yeah so lonesome village this is a title that i actually got a notification on youtube from nintendo because they launched the, the when, it, when it was coming out it was the announcement trailer and i watched it and i immediately contacted ogre pixel and i was like this game is looks great we'd love to t- check it out so we got to check it out and we were all hooked so this game is a pretty much a mix between animal crossing and legend of zelda and it has the cozy casual feelings of you know farming and decorating your house and fishing and doing all that but it also has the puzzles of zelda zelda games pretty much the uh and some of them are really challenging and the cool thing is that you would think with a cozy game like animal crossing it's very lighthearted, it's very you know playful and this it actually has this dark undertone to it because all the villagers are trapped inside of this tower this mysterious tower where all the puzzles take place and you have to actually go up into the tower and slowly rescue them and you have to find out why were all the villagers captured from the lonesome village and what happened to them and and what's going on so you have this almost like this juxtaposition of cozy fun relaxing with mind-bending puzzles and adventure and dark undertones and it works really really well plus the art style is is very like cell shaded it's it's cute art style and uh so kids can enjoy it adults can enjoy it and uh 
everywhere in between. And and all the um, characters in it are personified creatures. Yes. Where Anuchard, they're people in they're this, people. in um, Lonesome Village. They are like uh, you play as a fox. I think is that the you main play thing? a coyote. A coyote. A coyote. A coyote. And then there is um you know like there's like a turtle guy that you have to rescue and all that jazz. Like Animal Crossing with secret dark undertones. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, and it's so much fun. It's a it's a big adventure. And uh, oh, it, this is their first game, Ogre Pixel. And what's interesting is they are an entirely Mexican development studio. Oh yeah, yeah. don't often hear about a Mexican development studio. So it's really nice to give, you know, because they they add their own spin and you have like some cultural aspect to it and they're very, very proud. And this game is such a great opening game for them because it it captured our attention, it captured our interest. And uh, we think it's going to capture everyone else's too. In Series 7, if you like Zelda, you're in for a treat because you could have Anuchard, which is more on the action-oriented Zelda games with puzzles. And then you have the Lone some village which is like a hybrid between animal crossing and zelda with the puzzles so if you want more action if you want to swing a weapon get anuchard if you want to figure out spend more time doing puzzles get loads of village if you love zelda and both those concepts sound nice get both and the the retro edition comes with a mini art booklet and a cd soundtrack on top of the uh, things that premium edition includes with their standard editions which uh, are the dog tag the challenge card full color manuals and uh, slip cases Dog tags are actually a pre-order exclusive from our website. It's a freebie. It's just a free gift. We want to just say our way of saying thank you for pre-ordering. It's just one extra little bonus. A lot of times you got like digital pre-order bonuses, but since everything's on cart, we're going to give you a physical pre-order bonus. It's just something cool. And the retro boxes, they have a special retro box to keep all the stuff in. Then they're a little bit more... Uh, bulkier than um, the standard boxes as well. Yeah, they're they're the size of a Super Nintendo or the N64 game. So if you get like a retro protection for SNES games, you can actually use them on our retro boxes and they fit perfectly. We, we wanted to do that because it's nice and uniform. It's a it's a good size from experience with Super Nintendo and, and the N64. They look good in the shelves. Uh, you know, a lot of people who are collectors already have shelves for those systems. So we said, all right, you know, let's, let's go with that. It's easily, you know, and, and it could fit some stuff in there so we're we try and be as uniform like those two games they have the art book and they have the uh the soundtrack but it doesn't always work out that way because it's up to what the developer wants and sometimes we can't have a soundtrack or sometimes we you know they want something different but the art books are all the size of a super nintendo manual because that you know like that fits in or an n64 manual because they fit in the box perfectly so picture that size but that's that's where you're getting the mini art book and that's separate than the actual manual yeah, yeah, oh, that's cool. And while it's not out as of the recording of this episode, the pre-order will be available as of the release of this episode, uh, and that is the Sunshine Anthology, uh, which is a dual game pack of Sunshine Manor and Camp Sunshine, which is uh, perfect that it's coming out October 30th because it's a spooky-looking game, so it's you know right in time for Halloween. Yeah, do you want to tell us a bit about Sunshine Anthology? I think we mentioned it last time we had you on. I think that was around the time you announced it? No, we've we've talked about this for a long time so sunshine there was a kickstarter for sunshine manor back in 2020 that we were a part of oh yeah okay so we definitely have talked about it before <laughs> yeah we we actually we first showed it off in our directs on our second ever direct because our first direct happened before the kickstarter and then ever since then we've paul from fossil games the developer who's been amazing and just wonderful what a wonderful guy has been kind enough to give us updates in each direct i keep poking him and he's always willing to give updates so the game was done as of last year but 
it was done on Steam. Got great reviews, and we're like, all right, well, now we need it on the Switch, so they had to port it. So we're waiting, we're waiting for the porting, and again, the same thing like I was saying with, with Rack and Ruin, we didn't want to take money outside of the Kickstarter edition, because I was part of Kickstarter. We didn't want to put it up for pre-order until it was ported. We of didn't course. want to, you know, people are waiting, where's my thing? Well, it's not even ported yet. So now Sunshine Manor has been ported. Camp Sunshine, I think, is in the final testing phases of porting, but we said, all right, we're, this is the time of year. Let's, we want it for Halloween. You know, we, we could wait just a little bit if we have to for Camp Sunshine, but at least Sunshine Manor is done. Let's go for it. So we're happy to finally do it. And I made Paul make the announcement. I said, Paul, you've got to do the announcement. We've, we've done this for so long. You have to be the one. He was very, very thankful and, and such a good sport. So these are two 16-bit style horror games. Camp Sunshine is like Friday the 13th and Sunshine Manor is more like a Resident Evil. And they've got puzzles and adventure and it's it's just such a really cool style game. I'm not a big horror guy, but he did such a good job and we were able to bring both games complete on cart which is awesome because that's the whole series and what's nice is we were able to get artwork by graham humphreys who did so many of the old horror movie posters and uh this is one of those few cases where we do have some repeated art because we love his art so much that we absolutely we used it for you know part of the the strategy guide and the deluxe we used it for the steelbook and the deluxe and we used it on the retro box and we split it for the the sleeve other than that we use other art but we, we we really wanted to capitalize on it because he's such a predominant horror artist and oh, he yeah. did such yeah. a, a great job and even like the retro box it's it's double-sided and the, and the guide is double-sided and the steelbook again it's you know we, we had to use that art for the steelbook because it's this beautiful and this is uh this is our first deluxe in a while you know you got the standard and the retro uh those are still there because we wanted to make sure uh we have those and like that one comes with a keychain with the soundtrack uh for the retro instead of like an art book because it has a deluxe now the deluxe for the you know we don't do these often and one of the reasons we don't is because they take a little more time because the books have to be written and the books are big they're thick they're hardcover books they're not cheap and they weigh a lot and when they weigh a lot and they they're printed overseas they have to be freight shipped because it's far more expensive to airship them freight shipping is cheaper but it takes longer it's on a boat so these are freight shipped so they do take a little longer which is the unfortunate thing but you know if you if you love horror this is the way to go because you're getting the complete and we, we work right with fossil games so this is these guides are from the creator of the game so it's all not like a wiki it is authentic double-sided guide for each game gets its own side um you get a Neo Geo case, an actual Neo Geo case to put everything in with a slip cover to go every, you know, everything in there, as well as the Steelbook. Uh, what a beautiful Steelbook. And that's exclusive to the Deluxe Edition. Uh, and then again, inside of there is the Retro Edition. So everything the Retro Edition comes with, like the keychain uh, and the soundtrack, and then inside of that is a standard edition so you get everything there again you get the uh the, the instruction manual the challenge card so i think that the the art style from this game is what's really drawing to me i'm going to get the standard edition like that's like right from the rip i think it, but whether or not that uh, the hardcover strategy guide is just really tempting that's so good it's, it's thick it's full color it's like i said it's it's right there and and this was the first one like we did the pigeon dev games collection guide mm -hmm. which is four games guides and it's it's all, you know, one, it's one book. You just have to turn to the right page. This it's, you yeah, know, literally you flip it over, there. which is so cool. Cause each, each, gives pretty much two guides glued together in a sense in that way yeah and they're complete guides and i'm not a big horror fan like i'm not a big horror person but this the art style and like the the way that these i just am i'm excited to play this game yeah. i do like horror and i also like that 
uh, the aesthetic kind of reminds me of uh, Yume Nikki, uh, which is a RPG maker style horror game that was popular for a while. But it just kind of reminds me of that, just the aesthetic. And it's I think it's awesome that you got Graham Humphreys on board to work on the art. Uh, for those who don't know, he's worked on like posters for Evil Dead, uh, Friday the 13th, a lot of big name in the horror in the horror scene. So he's he is he is uh, like a name to be reckoned with. And his artwork looks great on, on these on these boxes. Yeah, I love because because part of the Kickstarter, one of the things was to get him to do the artwork for Sunshine Manor which he did. That was part of the Kickstarter thing. So when we were doing this, we were like, well, can we get him to do one for Camp Sunshine? Because Sunshine Manor has it, but it'd be really weird to not have it for Camp Sunshine. So he was really cool and we were able to get him to do a Camp Sunshine version. So that's why instead of doing one art for for the entire anthology, we have two pieces of art, one for each game. So we had to utilize it where we could. And then both art pieces are gorgeous. And it's like, oh, like you could see them perfectly as movie posters for the games. And that that pre-order would have gone live on October. October 30th so people can jump onto the premium edition games website and grab them and there is also a way premium edition also offers a, a mega pack where you can bundle yeah. standards retros or absolutely everything that they offer all in one pack so if you want to just if you know you're going to get them all then you can just pick whatever edition you want to get it at and just do the mega pack and it's a quick and easy way to just make sure that you get everything that you want at the level you want yeah we we like doing that because some people don't want to come back or you know they just oh I right. it might be busy i don't want to miss out and they plan on getting everything anyways it's a one quick one one once and done uh so we did that we did that when Enerchar, when we dropped it, we did that right from the beginning. So you can, you know, a lot of people took advantage of it. They're like, oh, I don't want to, you know, worry about coming back on the 30th. That's, let me do the mega pack and yeah, get it because, yeah. you know, there's a lot of people that are full setters for the stuff we do because we release games slowly. So it's an, it's honestly a really easy set to collect because, you know, there's, there's only a few a year and there's a lot of patch hunters that will, you know, go for the patches. So it's your way of getting it. And the PlayStation is still going to be available through the mega pack as well. The PlayStation mega pack is up. Uh, that is going to to stay up um that's that's actually the only way to get rack and ruin right now because we we decided to just like leave it up as a mega pack like all right if someone's going for that and the, we figured the worst case is we would refund those people the the, the amount for rack and ruin if, if something happened but since we're going ahead that you can actually get rack and ruin right now with the mega pack but we will be putting uh we'll be putting rack and ruin up later but yeah same thing we're, and we kept that separate so if you're like oh yeah i, I don't want because some some you know, it's like, oh, I, I only play on Switch. I don't want PlayStation as well, but the Mega Pack forces me to buy everything. I'm like, no, we have special PlayStation, you know, Switch series. Now, we know you guys do Switch games. We know you guys do PS4 and PS5 games. We should talk about the NES games because... Absolutely. I mean, we are the classic gaming brothers. We would not be doing our job if we didn't talk about some NES games. Uh, so yes. you have a new, a couple of new titles that you've announced. Uh, the first being Oratorio from the team that brought us or bodies binders tale it's a different game it's it's like a rhythm game um which i think looks very cool yeah tell us a bit about that and uh then we'll talk about i guess the other two as kind of a whole yeah there they go together yeah um so yeah this is from or body inc and this is a rhythm shooter game which is very similar and inspired by res and this is the only game of its kind on the nintendo that never had a game like this and i've talked with other people who have watched this and, and looked at this and played this and said like hey how did he do this like this is doing some really advanced stuff for the nes like the nes normally can't handle games like this and i said well he's you know he's he's a a magician like he's just a really really john is a really really talented developer and uh he made it work and that's the cool thing is that he made it work and it plays extremely well 
and it's some it's one of those that like when you play it you understand more than like a trailer will give you attention like it's you have to play and get into the rhythm it's got some great songs on it and uh this plays on your nintendo this is a physical nintendo cartridge it's one thing to be like a shovel knight where it's like oh yeah this looks like a nintendo but it can never play in as in, on the nintendo it just has that aesthetic this is working within the limitations of you know the nes and plays on the nes and uh yeah it's it's really cool to to be able to work with him again and to be able to bring this out because we fell in love with the game when we played it we're like oh this is so much fun um and this this one is also available in a silver edition for the nes cartridge so we did very limited amounts of silver editions and we had the silver editions up and they sold out and we're like all right let's let's make some more so we because we we make very few i think we only made like 20 originally and i think we only made like another i think another 20 uh they're they're really really limited yeah there's one silver edition remaining right now so literally that's it so it'll probably be gone but you do do silver editions uh with your nes releases yes so if you are an nes collector and you like weird colored cartridges like zachary does then make sure that you follow premium editions uh stuff and when they announce the nes games uh get in there very quickly because as you just heard uh the quantity is not um not not uh, high there's not there's not a lot of it there's not a lot of the regular ones either like these are lower print but it's also like the box is foiled we do foil on the box to really like so you know like this is a silver cartridge in here it's something special it's just we want to do it that's for the collector to be like oh yeah because there's so few out there but if you know if you just say hey i want to play the game you know that's fine that's why we do you know more of the the standards because our goal is to get people to play the games from these great developers uh so th this silver is more for the collector if you want something a little special we go for that i do like i know um it's not a game that we need to talk about but um one of your other nes editions was the bobby six seven mm -hmm. and the silver edition looked like it was um like a black and white versus the uh the color art on the uh the box and i just think yeah that's, a, that's kind of a cool little uh little change up from you know, just to show something, so you have something really unique and special. Yeah, Bobby Bobby Six Seven, uh, such a great game. It's, that's Cal Games, which we'll talk here about here in just a second. Uh, we've been really blessed with the partners that we worked with for the NES games, and uh, there's it's a it's a great community, the NES aftermarket community, where we're always looking for other cool games because it's it's something different. And it's, you know, we want to give give attention to them, too, because just like Switch developers and PlayStation developers, these are very passionate developers, very talented developers. And we want to give them, you know, their, their due attention. And, I mean, yeah, with Cal Games, they're, they're working on, they got two other games coming up. Jim and Dill, The Legend of Weed and Stiff, and Jim and Dill 2, Bobson's Revenge, which are very unique-looking games, especially for the fact that they look like two entirely different games, which is the point, as the, the the guys were talking about, with like the second game being inspired by Z2 in the sense that it's entirely different than the first game. But uh, yeah, tell us a bit about Jim and Dill and uh, who they are and what brings them to the game market. Yeah, they, this is from Cal Games. They did. Uh, they they showed us these games, and what's interesting is they were originally originally called Weed and Stiff One and Two. And when I first 
first looked at the title, I'm like, what kind of game are we going to be releasing? You know, like when he, when he submitted, I'm like, oh, we got to play this. Like, what is this? And it was nothing like I was expecting. So they, they did change or he changed the title to be a little more coherent and to show that they're both part of the same series. And uh, so the first game is like Star Tropics and Zelda in the sense that it's a top-down adventure game, but it is crazy it is something that you like one minute you're dancing on a disco floor another one you're fighting the skiers from ski free like you're just you're going all out there it's totally random and different and it's so much fun and then the sequel like you alluded to he took the zelda 2 route where he made it a completely different genre and instead of a zelda style game he made it a beat-em-up and uh the beat-em-up it's it's a standalone at the same time like it can be played after playing the first game or just by itself if you're not a zelda fan you just want to you know beat him up this time you actually play as Jim and Dill, you, you you don't play as them in the first game, and you uh, it's all about the band's music, and you do the band's house, and the band's like life, and all the the music in the game is from the band, and it just it works so well. The humor is on point. Again, both working for the NES, and when these games were presented to us, we fell in love with them. But Clay from Cal Games, who is such a great guy, went back to these games. And enhanced them. And he made them better. And he made them better to the point that he couldn't use the old trailer anymore because it didn't look right. It didn't show off this new version of the games. So he had to replay through the games to recut a brand new trailer. So the trailer is shown off. He, he did brand new just for the direct. Uh, so you can support him on his itch. But you're playing a different version. The enhanced version is cartridge exclusive. So our version is going to be the enhanced version that you can only play as a physical cart. And... I love that when developers are willing to do things like that for us because it makes the physical release that much more special and, and preserved. They look great. Um, the Legend of Weedon stuff looks very cool with the kind of uh, Zelda-esque. Um, again, another Zelda. What a lot of a lot, Zelda's get a lot of love. I mean, Zelda's arguably not a bad game to be inspired <laughs> no, by. No, I mean, if you have to be inspired by any NES game, I would want to be inspired by Zelda. I mean, right. I'd rather be inspired by Zelda than like, by like the wolverine game or something <laughs> like, like yeah. you had to pick a Let's game not mention ljn here you also you guys also went over some kickstarter updates um so poglings and uh we didn't talk about crystal i don't think last time you were here we did talk about poglings which i am super excited for poglings uh it's basically chow garden but made by chadtronics <laughs> so and i heard that the kickstarter did great uh 11 times the goal um so it really blasted it out of the park and uh his team are working on the game anything else that i don't know if you can really talk too much about that or all we can say right now is that the game is being worked on and things are going well and and that he told me that there's a chance he'll have his an update to post uh, later this fall into the holiday. I look forward to that, uh, you know, and I hope everyone who supported him looks forward to that as well. You know, the game's coming along. You know, it's, whenever you do a Kickstarter, you know, it, it takes time. You know, Sunshine was 2020 and now we're finally releasing it. So we don't want to rush. You know, it's the same thing. You know, we, we wanted to make the best game possible. The Kickstarter version was available there, but we won't put it up on our website until, you know, it's done. But we will absolutely talk about it and we will absolutely give highlights to, to him just as we did with uh, Sunshine because we want everybody to be excited because we're excited like you. And Crystal looks awesome too it's a dark souls style game with 
cats like cat people and that's being done by astral clock tower studios and they also had a really successful kickstarter it sounds like also like 11 times the goal which is that's fantastic i mean it's always good when you hear that kickstarters of things that look good and sound good do very well yeah cristala is uh made by what a wonderful team uh these these astral clock tower studios i actually met them back in play nyc in 2019 when they were just starting out and they were just demoing cristala and it was a very different game back then but i i fell in love with it and uh i've been friends with them ever since i talked with them and I've been following the development of the game, and when they're like, oh, we're going we're gonna to bring it to Kickstarter, I was like, hey, uh, we want to enhance your Kickstarter. We'd love to work with you. And we talked, and we were just a really good fit for each other, which is awesome because we were able to help them out. And we are doing the physical for the PlayStation 5, and the game is an, pretty much an action RPG like Dark Souls. It's got a lot of verticality because you're cat people, so you can climb, you can walk on wires, you can drop down and attack. It plays really well. Um, it's I believe they're going to start with an early access this holiday on on Steam, and then once you know the game is more finalized uh, and finished, it'll eventually be ported to the PlayStation, and that's when we'll um, put it on our website. But because it hit all the Kickstarter goals, you're getting things like dog mounts. You can pet the mounts. You could uh, you got familiars that can help you. You can make your character look like your actual cat so you can play as your cat which, which is a, a, a must you all the tribes are there there's, there's like six different tribes with uh, different magic and you can get in different magic as you play so you could start however you want and uh, the team it's this is our first game they're very very talented studio they're they're female led they are so passionate that their ceo ali who was in in the video for the direct she was a week and a half away from giving birth and she was still there still working on the game still putting in the hours still showing her passion so this is a very passionate team and hardworking team and their first game for sure is super ambitious and so we were very happy to be a part of their kickstarter very happy that they wanted to be a part of our direct and you can still get the kickstarter exclusive cover through their backer kit right now um you can also get other things to to support them and help them out and we highly recommend it so the kickstarter exclusive will be exclusive there uh, you know so if you missed out totally understandable uh, you could still support them and you can still grab yourself that cover now, before we hit the hype button and we talk about some of the special announcements, uh, you did allude to patches earlier. Yep. So uh, do you mind telling our listeners what those patches are about? How do they get patches? What's the deal with them? So all of our uh, Switch releases come with a challenge card inside. And on that challenge card is a developer challenge. So when we sign a game and we're going into production, we always ask the developer, what do you want to see the gamers do? What do you want to see them accomplish? Whether it beat a certain boss or collect a certain item or do something funny like a funny pose or kill somebody or you know even just beat the game like whatever you want to see them do and we put that on the, the card and should you accomplish the challenge of whatever the developer wants because they're all different uh you submit it by posting it online a picture of you completing the challenge with the actual physical copy in the picture as well and make it as crazy as you want you know absolutely you can stand in your head you can make funny faces you can have funny props and whatever you want to do just to show that you did it uh and you email us with your order number your address your name all that stuff as well as a link to your proof and we will send you a physical patch uh per game 
game. Every game gets a different patch uh, for your collection that you could put on your shirt or jacket, a vest, whatever you want, as well as keep it in inside your game case if you want, whatever you want to do. And for PlayStation, the challenge cards, instead of doing a specific challenge from the developer, it's get the platinum trophy. And these are platinum trophy patches, and uh, they are um, going to be harder to obtain, but it's, you know, there's so many people out there that hunt platinum trophies that's, you know, we want to reward that level of dedication. You guys um, did release something regarding some discontinuations of some patches? Yes, so some of our older patches have become discontinued. Um, we ran out of stock on them, you know, because the patches are limited. We do not make enough patches to cover every single copy of the game. We we make very very few of the patches. It is a first come first serve basis and uh, we did run out and we're like, "All right, you know, we should make an announcement because we got an email. Like I did it. And I'm like, we had to tell them like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're out of this patch. So uh, we made the announcement that a few of our older patches uh, have been discontinued because we we're out of them. They are for older games. But, you know, we still have for the newer games. But we, we started to realize like we, we want to produce... Because they're free, so it's like we, we're not going to do so many. Uh, we want to really reward. So if you are a patch hunter, if you like that idea, which hopefully you do, we want you to go out and do it as soon as possible. Yeah. Enjoy it. Get your stuff in early because you never know. But, I mean, Premium Edition will let you know if they discontinue them. But uh, So there's a... There's a... Uh, if you go to their Premium Edition Games YouTube, you can check out their um, their videos, and in the video will break out um, not only what was discontinued, but the upcoming new ones that are going to be available. And I believe it has some sneak peek of what the new patch is going to look like, too. Yeah, so uh, our Series 1 unboxing, uh, Super Blood Hockey Pigeon Dev Games Collection, Series 2 unboxing, Demon's Tier Plus and a robot named Fight and then uh, Phenotopia Awakening have all been discontinued. And the remaining games, the older ones like from Series 3, the patches are running low. Um, obviously, the ones from like, Series 5, we, we still have some. Right. Um, but, you know, as people do them, our supplies go down. Makes them a, a hot commodity. Well, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, we want to let people know. We, we don't like to give people bad news, but we're like, oh, let's, we got to get it out there. We got to let people know that some of these patches have been discontinued. And there are separate patches for the challenge card, and then there's a separate patch for unboxing it on video. Yes. So the unboxing patches, do an unboxing video and, and post it in the same thing. Send us an email with all the information, and uh, each series gets its own unboxing patch. So series one and two are completely retired, but even though Phenotopia is retired... Um, if you unbox Phenotopia, it still counts for Series Three unboxing. So each series has their own unboxing patch. So we, you know, we do we do that as our way of saying thank you for the purchase and thank you for showing off what comes inside and and your yeah. first impressions of it because it's you know it's our way of saying thank you. And now I guess we could slam that hype button. Uh, I know that's <laughs> your guys' favorite thing to do. In fact, you broke the hype button in the in the in the direct. <laughs> um, but there are two two announcements. What was uh... two announcements? Carl, C-A-R-L, um, which is by Morningstar Games and YouTuber Nintendrew, um, yep. which that was very cool to see you guys announce. I'd heard about Carl from watching Nintendrew's videos because he has talked about it before, but it was cool to see that you guys are doing the, the physical. So that's that's awesome. And then the, you had another extra special announcement, which was Gordian Quest coming in 2024. Uh, so uh, what can you tell us about either of the games, if anything? Yeah, so Carl was a game we were asked about because we worked with Morningstar Studios for Robot Name Fight. And we had Carl signed a long time ago, like a while ago. 
ago. And we love Carl. It was my personal indie game of last. Absolutely love it. It's like action platformer with a little bit of Mega Man and a little bit of Mario with the collectibles and just a lot of fun. The reason we didn't release Carl yet is because they were working on content working on an up content update, brand new stuff. And we said, well, our thing is releasing the game as complete as possible. Do you mind if we hold off on releasing till that's done? Especially with Nintendo being a collector himself. And this is now a personal project of his. And he was absolutely fine with that because he wants it preserved. Cool. So we were still waiting. That content isn't even out yet. There's, you know, Andrew literally stopped working on it to watch the direct live and then it's like alright I'm going back to work on the content uh, so it's still being worked on so it is the game is coming 2024 tentatively will be part of the next series but if they say hey we need another six months to finish this content we will move it we will push push it back uh, to make sure that content is on there and you're getting the complete game but it is awesome and I, I can't wait for people to play this uh, and then Gordian Quest funny little behind the scenes story Carl was never actually supposed to be shown off Carl was not part of our hype button. Our hype button was Gordian Quest. And Gordian Quest has worked with um, Mixed Realms and Modus Games. M our friends over at Modus, we were talking with them and we said, hey, we're going to hype up and announce the game. And they said, okay, well, we're, we're doing an announcement on the 5th. I said, oh, well, our announcement is on the 2nd. And they said, would you delay your announcement to the 5th? I said, well, we have the Direct slated for the 2nd. We can't delay the Direct because that's when Undercharred went up for pre-order. We have to, the 2nd is as late as we can go. And they said, well, we would really appreciate if you didn't make the announcement until the 5th. Is there a way around that? So we discussed it and we said, well, we, we value your our relationship between the companies. We value all our partnerships. And uh, what if we did a note instead? And we we alluded to the 5th. And they said, that is perfectly fine. Uh, absolutely. They, you know, they, they appreciated it greatly. So we said, well, we can't just end with a note. <laughs> we can't just tease a note. We, we have to have something there. So we added Carl in to do a, a full tease. And then we still had the note there because that was the plan. Gordian Quest. We could have held off completely, but we said, no, we, we want to work with you. We want, to, we want to help. So we wanted to make the announcement that the game is uh, digital on uh, digitally available as of tomorrow, actually. Uh, and then physical is next year from us. We want to make sure all the bugs are out and kinks are out and the Switch version of the game. And Gordian Quest is this epic card-based RPG. It's got like a 30-plus hour campaign. It's got a roguelike mode where it's like randomized so you can just constantly play. It is so well done where each class uh, has their own deck so you can build your party of different standard RPG classes and each character gets three plays per turn and uh, it's like Mega Man Battle Network where it's like a grid so like maybe you move up a column and that's your one, one move per turn and then you, you certain cards play off each other so it's like, you know, like a heavy axe swing does like, say, 30 damage and then like barbarian swing does like 20 damage. But if you played heavy axe swing that turn, it now does 70 damage. So you can actually like combo your cards together to do even more damage. Like it's really smart. It plays really well. It's so much fun. I, I had, again, it's one of those where I was playing the Steam version. I had to stop. I'm like, no, I, I have to pull myself away. I played for like six hours now. I have to play other games. Uh, this game is so much fun and so good. And we're we're so honored to be working with with both those companies uh, to bring both of these titles out because they're they're stellar titles. So we'll have more to talk about in 2024, but uh, we're happy to at least be able to talk about them publicly now. And I, I know we ask all the time and I know you can't always give us an answer, but is there any uh, super special sneak peeks that you can provide? Any uh, any uh, first time 
you know, exclusives, uh, you know, first of the first of the bunch sort of stories that we can uh, provide our listeners. I just gave you a behind the scenes. Yeah, right I know. You, <laughs> you really did, to be honest. So Really, there's not much else I can talk about other than shipping. You know, uh, we have uh, Raji and They Bleed Pixels second chance sales up right now. Raji, uh, not the not the collector's edition, but we have They Bleed, or not They Bleed. We have um, Love 3 and Ego Island Twist will be shipping this week next week they just came in there was a little bit of a delay on the delivery but we have a small shipping team and they also do our shows so they were literally got the boxes in got them into our warehouse and then had to drive to detroit for a show this past weekend so they they just got home i think yesterday so they're gonna be working through that and getting pre-orders out for those games first once pre-orders go out we will do a second chance sales for both of those titles later this fall um we also have raji collector's edition coming back later this fall as well as a second chance sale i believe we'll have a few those did sell extremely well and the books i believe if they haven't arrived they're arriving here within a week or so that's what we were waiting on that's why the collector's edition never went out like i've mentioned earlier freight books freight shipping for books is it takes longer so unfortunately we had to wait for the books that this is one that we didn't even plan on even doing a collector's edition it just the developers were like here's 120 or 118 page whatever art book that we asked for a super nintendo sized art book and this is what they gave us and we're like all right well i guess we're doing a collector's edition and for anyone who anyone who wants to pick up any of your older releases i did see that you do have some in hand ready to ship copies of uh, cathedral i saw that you had the retro edition still available wonderling i saw you had standard and retro rain on your parade racket ruin mighty fight federation and pigeon dev game collection am i miss I, I probably am missing i think we still have a few robot steelbooks as well these are limited now it's it's what we have left there's, there's less less uh of these left but we uh we do urge you know, because a lot of people are just discovering us and they're like, oh, well, you know, what else did you have? And, you know, we have the, these are all in stock. So all in stock stuff like you know, ships within one to three weeks. And again, that's because we are on Amazon. We have a small team doing it by hand. So, uh, you know, we just ask for a little bit of patience, but, you know, absolutely get your games. These are great titles. All of these titles actually, except for Pigeon Dev, still have their uh, still have their challenge card available like their patch are available so you can still get them and and some of them are extremely low in quantity uh, like i said kind of like bobby six seven where or not or, or, or oratorio i mean where it, it had like one silver edition left um some of these are you know getting down there so we really want uh everyone who wants them to get them because the second they sell out i can guarantee you i'm going to get at least five emails on that first day saying oh um i missed this is there any chance I could still get this? And it's like, you've had so much, so many opportunities to get this. Right, like, unfortunately, yeah. we are sold out because we, what we do is we we don't officially sell out. This is the truth. Like, you know, we usually leave back about 100 copies because when we send them all out, we have to make sure that they all arrive safely. So there's damages, we have a replacement. And then those like last few copies, what we do instead is we take them to trade shows, like the conventions like Retro World. So we'll, that's where we'll sell those because there we don't have to worry about damages because it's literally handoff. If once you have it in your hand and you yeah, walk away from right, the booth, right. if you damage it, that's on you. That's not on us. Um, so that's where we save those last few copies for that. 
because it's it's just easier and less of a headache to go like, oh, I'm sorry it damaged. We literally have no more to send you. They're all fantastic games, fan absolutely fantastic games. So if you've never heard of us, please check it out in premiumeditiongames.com. You know, check out some of these titles. I do not think you'll be disappointed. But it is a good it is good sampling, I, I would say, of like your oh, previous yeah, releases that that is available at least as of the recording. So listeners, if they are not available as the release, don't blame us blame yourself Barry you you switched over back in spring to being more season driven in your directs at least and and having your your waves be driven out in the season as we discussed through this episode this was the fall release uh there is one more season that falls after fall which is winter are you coming back on the show in the end of the year or are we gonna see you back when uh spring arrives <laughs> there will most likely not be a winter um, we're, we're we're targeting spring and fall with the potential of a summer and a winter because we're a small company. We're when we go slowly, we want to see how things go. We actually were planning a summer. There was supposed to be a summer a summer series this year. The reason it didn't is because our CEO Jeff uh, moved to Hawaii. He, he's in the military and he got transferred to Hawaii during the summer. Uh, I had a child during the summer. Uh, one of our other partners uh, had a son in February, so it's like we're all, oh, this it's so busy. Like this is a really like uh, one of our street team actually had a kid, so I was like uh, one of our designers had a kid. I was like, oh my god, like this is what a year. So yeah. we're like, we can't do Just it. Try to keep the lights uh, on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we uh, we said, all right, let's let's move it to the fall. Uh, so some of our games that we showed off, like uh, Anichard, actually. Truthfully, a little beyond the scenes, Anarchar was actually supposed to be Series 6, not Series 7. Um, it was teased last time because we had a different game that was part of Series 6 that has not been revealed yet. And so we were like, all right. Um, so we said, hey, could we, you know, one of the things we, we ask if they're willing to put our logo before the game. We said, could we put our logo before the game? And they said, well, yeah, we have, if we do that, we have to change it for like different for the physical versus digital. I said, well, because this is the complete game, you know, you shouldn't have any more updates after. It shouldn't be a big deal. And they said, oh, we have two DLC plans. And we're like, wait, you what? <laughs> you, this wasn't this wasn't uh, brought to our attention when we signed the contract, and they said, "Oh yeah, there's two DLC content patches planned, like big ones." And we're like, "Oh well, then we can't do this game yet. We have to push it back because we want that on the card." So we said, "All right, what about Anarchard? Uh Let's let's get that." And this contract was not signed in time. Like we were doing it you know, legal and all that stuff, and we said we need it done by a certain period because design work has to be done for for all the the content. The box has to be done, and the cases. And the, the manual has to be like all this stuff we need time to do it and it wasn't it wasn't signed in time for us we didn't want to put extra stress on our designers and our writers to be like oh you have this limited amount so we said all right well we can't we can't ask them to do that so we have to push it but we will tease it so that's why energy was a tease and that's why series six uh, had two titles. It was originally supposed to be three, but we were gonna do a summer. Lonesome Village was was gonna be a summer title. Uh, Carl was originally supposed to be a summer title, but but uh, we've you know the the still working on the free update, so we pushed that back. And uh, there was gonna be a summer direct, and the hype button for the summer direct was going to be, and it was, it was never written. This was just my idea. Was gonna be we were gonna stand around talking about who was gonna push it, and we were gonna have it all go black, 
and just like the uh suddenly like the the bear from sunshine appears and like stabs the button and like that's it and it was going to be a tease that sunshine is is going to be part of the next series because we were we were hoping to have it available for the fall for halloween so that was that was what we were going to do for our tease uh which you know that's never appearing because sunshine was never teased but that was that was what i had planned should should there had been a summer direct if, if yeah. things were different in a different multiverse a maybe different multiverse. <laughs> so you know there's there's a little behind the scenes stuff for you that you asked for <laughs> there we go very cool uh yeah so i thanks again barry for uh coming on to the show for sponsoring us and for t- telling us about all the things that you're doing over there at uh, premium edition games uh as we mentioned at the top of the show this will be barry's sixth show being on classic gaming brothers uh so we really truly appreciate the partnership that we have with premium edition games it's always good to have you guys on and talking about uh games that you guys are creating physically and and we hope that you guys uh, like coming on and giving us uh, insiders information as much as you can. So if you need your premium edition news, you can get it here at Classic Gaming Brothers. But you can also follow premium edition uh, through the th- socials that uh, Barry will now recite. So on Twitter, we're at premium edition one, as in the numerical one. And then on uh, social media like Instagram, Facebook, everywhere else, it's at premium edition games. We actually just recently had a fake account made on Instagram. Oh. Someone was trying to pose as us and do probably links to you know, get hack hack accounts and stuff. So thankfully that has been been taken down but you know make sure it's the official one from us. This was had like two eyes in, in addition, uh like two eyes next to each other to be little you know sneaky but make sure it's it's typed right premium edition games uh all social medias and of course premium edition games.com where you could pre-order all of these great games and purchase the games in stock uh as well as find out any news and of course like our youtube youtube.com slash premium edition games where you can watch the direct for yourself please do it's their labor of love there there are two months of of my life go into these directs at, at least so you know these are productions we we definitely appreciate all the support and all the attention on that and, and the developers it's it's a it's a really a vehicle to let the developers get their voice out there and you could hear some behind the scenes stories from the developers themselves and uh, we love you know giving them that voice and then you can follow us on all the social medias on twitter and blue sky we're at cg brothers pod and instagram facebook and twitch we are at classic gaming brothers uh you can also uh, send us an email if you want to learn more or ask barry a question you can always email us at classicgamingbrothers at gmail.com and we will send your your question to Barry to Barry. Even if it's not a question for Barry, we're just going to no, start we, forwarding our. We just our yeah, stuff we just forward Barry. all of our emails to Barry. Yeah. It's producer, and our bills. Per, yeah, producer Doug decided that this was a new outsourcing technique. <laughs> um, I'll do my best. Yes. Well, I mean, or you'll get the wrath from the producer, and you can listen to us where all you find any podcast apps that you. Uh, wherever you download your podcasts from. As always, um, within the show notes and also within the social media post will be all of um, the premium edition links as well as any, um, I think we'll put in like the Crystalla backer um, page as well for you to go if you're interested in Crystalla because they still have their backer kit up. So we'll have that link. We'll have the premium edition links and you can check out all of the series that we talked about uh, today. And if there was something that we talked about that's coming out in the future, you can follow them on Twitter and make Make sure that you get the updated news as it comes out and you watch their YouTube directs because they're very good. And I actually took notes the last time. So I hope Barry's proud. I am very proud. <laughs>
Anyway, Zach, am I missing anything? Don't play games like my brother. And don't play games like my brother. And don't play games like me. I've been Seth. I've been Zach. And I've been Barry. We've been the Classic Gaming Brothers. And And Barry. Barry. (laughs) That's right. That's right. That's right.